Hey, Sports Dev Series. Now we are back in Nigeria. We're talking to Moses Olawoye. Um, Moses is a sports psychologist that works with Nigerian track and field athletes and tries to focus on uh, getting their mind ready to perform. Am I right, Moses? Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, Moses. Thanks for doing this. And we are welcome to Sports Development Series. Um, we yours truly, but Mike, you um, Moses, if you don't mind, most people don't understand um, what a sports psychologist does. Could you kind of give us a breakdown of what that work entails, specifically in Nigeria, and how um, how you work with your track and field athletes? Yeah, okay. And generally, um, the word psychology itself, it's really broad. And when people talk about psychology, what they usually say is um, psychology is just the study of human mind. But when you talk about sport, you have to go a little deeper. And in sport, you have to say uh, psychology is the scientific study of the human behavior in sports. Now, when you talk, when you include that sport, it doesn't have to be those who participate in sports alone. It doesn't have to be the athletes alone. It includes everyone who, who is um, the stakeholders. The athlete himself or herself, the coaches, um, the spectators, the brands, everyone in sports itself. So psychology is just the scientific study of the human behavior of those who are involved in sports. I see. So when you say, you know, the not just the athlete, the coaches and everyone else associated. So so give me an example, like the entity you're working with in Nigeria. I know you work with some track and field Okay. How do you how do you kind of sync the psychology with the of the athlete, with the coaches and everyone else to make sure that everyone is um, how do I put this in the same frame of mind, right? Have has the same behavior. Is that is that your goal or are you just trying to um because the end goal is to enhance performance, right? Yes, of course, to enhance performance. That's the end goal. And um okay. Do you still want to continue or no 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 please please go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, in, in Nigeria, yeah. Um, especially in Kwara State, where I'm based, mm -hmm. what I do is I I go more into mental toughness. I feel, as far as I'm concerned, it's um, it's the most important part of sports psychology because um, should I say? It, it all started when, 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 when I was an athlete myself. Mm -hmm. And um, what I discovered is, w when I got into University of Illinois as, as um, a fresher, a 100-level student, I broke into the, the University of Illinois team for the West African University Games in 2012. I was in 100-level then. Mm -hmm. And I figured out what, what, what helped me at that particular moment was mental toughness. As, as we go on, I will shed more light on mental toughness. So okay. that's basically the most, in my own perspective, the most important thing for 
sports psychologists to embed in in their athletes. Okay, so I know this from. Funny enough, you mentioned uh, you mentioned in Lauren. I went to I went to secondary school in Lauren. That's great. Yeah, I went to a federal in Lauren. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I know, I know the, I know Kwara State pretty well. So um, let me let me ask you this. So you, you're saying that you know mental toughness, and I know I've worked with a lot of athletes out of Nigeria, so I know that um, the sports landscape okay. challenges for athletes there is totally different. Um, so the mental toughness that you have to uh, instill into these athletes has to be on another level because. Um, the challenges they deal with are not just one of performance. They also yes. deal with challenges of nutrition, uh, of course. challenges of proper coaching, challenges of facilities, challenges of uh, lack of funds from, you know, government parastatals that typically run sporting teams or institutions. So, you know, for a track and field athlete, let's talk about your sport. Um, okay. You know, compared to track and field athletes in the West, those those athletes don't get the same level of facilities or or the same level of nutrition or the same quality of coaching. Um, some of them <clears throat> kind of just fund their own way and try to make things happen out of their own pocket and out of their own situation. How do you um, try to help them overcome that from a mental toughness standpoint? Okay. Um, the first thing to do is, as a sports psychologist, mm -hmm. you make them understand what mental toughness is. In fact, whatever you do, the first thing you have to do is you let your athletes understand what exactly you want to do and like i said to be a great athlete you need to be um mentally ready which is the mental toughness so mental toughness itself is just simply um the ability of an athlete whoever whatever sport you play whatever sport you participate in mm -hmm. to be able to perform consistently towards the upper range of his or her um, skill, no matter the circumstances. Um, I'm going to be biased and use um, track and field as example. Um, let's take a look at Ose Boat himself. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know we want to talk about Nigeria and Kwara State, but- um, No, we can talk about Ose Boat. All right. Yeah, we'll talk about Ose Boat, fine, go ahead. Okay, okay. Like I defined the mental toughness that you have to be able to perform consistently. Mm -hmm. Osebot is a kind of athlete that uh, you might not see in the Diamond League. He relishes the um, big stage, big stage, which which is um, the World Championship mm -hmm. and um, the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Diamond League is almost every year. In fact, it's of every year. It's every year, and um, out of maybe six or five. Um, Diamond Leagues, you might only see him once in a year. But when it comes to the big stage, people kind of uh, doubt him that, oh, we have not seen him this year. Um, he hasn't dropped a, a, a good time or whatever. 
But when it comes to the big stage, it drops them. And it shows the mental toughness of Onsebot himself. So back to Nigeria. For an athlete, in as much as um, you know that for your athlete to, to, to perform um, better, you need mental toughness. For the sports psychologist, how can you know that this particular athlete or the group of your athletes doesn't have this mental toughness? You can't know just by looking at them or whatever. You need to run the test. That's where um, the, 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 the certification of a sports, sports psychologist comes, comes in. So to, to, to know the, the level of the mental toughness of your athlete, you need to look at um, five particular variables. And those variables are rebadability, level of confidence, um, motivation, ability to handle pressure, and um, level of concentration. Now, rebandability, most people, oh, well, let, let me just go straight with the definition of rebandability, <clears throat> the ability of athletes to be able to overcome setbacks and return quickly to fitness. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I need to withdraw the word fitness from that definition because most people think rebandability just has to do with um, athletes getting injured and then coming back to perform better. It's way more than that. Sometimes athletes might not get injured. They might just have a kind of setback. Maybe their last performance was really bad. But for you to come back to, to, to perform better, that means you have a high uh, level of rebandability. So, um, like I said, those variables need, need to be checked. Those um, five variables need to be checked. And it can be checked just by looking at um, the athletes. You need to kind of um, do an experiment, which, which comes in the way of research. It could take six months for you to get your results. Um, let me beep down there. As we go on, I will shed more light on how to get those results. Okay, so with 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 so what what you've said with the five elements and everything else, I think going back to the Nigerian athlete, I think if you were dealing with an athlete that you know was running for I don't know some athletic uh, group in Nigeria and maybe trying to make the All Africa Games qualifiers or the Olympic qualifiers. But the athlete wasn't getting proper training. The athlete was getting poor nutrition. The athlete doesn't have money to buy food for himself or herself, and he's dealing with these challenges, right? Um, but the athlete has to perform nonetheless, right? The athlete has to be able to go into these qualifiers. I remember when they used to have the mobile qualifiers. They don't have those anymore. Mm -hmm. But the athletes, I'm sure you remember mobile as well. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. But the athlete okay, has now five. go, try, yeah. The athlete has now go into these trials or these qualifiers and perform at the highest level. How will you, or trying to get ready for uh, those those qualifiers, but it's dealing with all these different challenges, right? How would you, as a sports psychologist, try to help that athlete get prepared to go in there and perform, knowing very well that if they perform well at this particular tryout, 
you know, then things could get better for them in the sense that, you know, they would go to an international competition, start to earn, you know, a good salary and those things. Hmm. Good. Um, you said that athletes has funding issues. Um, money issues. Money. Yeah, Everything. definitely. It all stems from money, typically, from my experience. Yeah. Usually it's... Um, yeah, money to, to to even buy food, buy proper food. You know, so that that that's a, it's a challenge for a lot of athletes, not just track and field, but also football in Nigeria um, that I've dealt with. So you know, they're not getting a salary. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah so so I mean, how do you how do you as you now your job is a sports psychologist to get this athlete prepped up to still perform with all these challenges, right? How do you accomplish that? Now, it's still up to go down through the roots of the mental toughness. And um, this particular situation, especially if you know that athlete is um, skilled and mm -hmm. really deliver for you. Mm -hmm. And he or she is still facing that uh, particular series of challenges. Yeah. What you have to do at that moment is bringing in the variables of um, motivation. Yes, there is this um, funding issue or whatever, but you still have to bring that um, variable of motivation to improve that athlete's um, mental toughness. And how can you do this? Um, you have to go, as a sports psychologist, you have to go way out of your own... Um, Ren, even if if you even if you have to pay from your own pocket just for your athletes to deliver, you have to go through that. So so now, what saying, which is which, wait, wait, so what you're saying is because okay. <clears throat> and I I'm I'm I want to ask a question because of course I'm, I'm okay. talking from a Western country and that's not something mm -hmm. that they do here. If okay. you're a psychologist, you're not going to. So I want to find out from you. So you're saying that even if to, to be successful in trying to get the athlete to perform, if the federation or the track and field club isn't financing the athlete in that particular situation, you will try to finance the athlete yourself just to help with the situation. I will do that. And why I'm going to do that is, I, I think I should put this on the air. Why I'm going to do that is that um, yeah. have been in that particular situation before. Okay. That should be, I think that should be 2003. It was um, Nigeria um, Athletic, Athletics Federation uh, Golden League. Mm -hmm. it, it was hosted in, um, I think, uh, I think that was Shagamu or one of, one of the towns in Ogun State. I think Shagamu or Abeokuta, I can't really remember. And uh, I was still in school. And normally, the state, the state um, should have funded me and my teammates, but they didn't. They, it, it looked as if they, they really didn't even care at that particular time. And I was in top form. My teammates were in top form too. That particular time, we don't even have a sports psychologist or whatever. But we knew we, we, were, we were in top form. We, we sponsored ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
and someone out there also came through who was um uh, a popular man popular athlete here in nigeria mm-hmm. toyi he was uh, was one of my mentors then so he came through so for me as a sports psychologist if that should happen um to my athletes i'd go all the way for them that's basically it because um it's like you said it's it's different here to the west it's really yeah, it is. It is. for you to get everything you need you need to go through a lot of paperwork so what can you do and your athletes needs to perform they need to they, they really want to go to competitions so but that financial help you, do. that financial okay. help you are providing is outside the scope of um your professional responsibilities as a sports psychologist correct no, i wouldn't say that because it's it's really part of the motivation it's really part of the motivation which is really important in sports psychology in fact um, an athlete who is not motivated can't 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 perform no matter how talented you are there's really something that motivates you some might not even be about the money at, at all some just want the fame just some want the recognition some just really just want to win let me give you an example why i said okay. motivation oh, okay yeah, go ahead. when 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 i was in school the i prefer to get medals than getting money Medals, I can hang them and still look at them in 2020. I say yes, but the money, <laughs> it can. How much is the money that it wouldn't finish? So, motivation is really important in this mm-hmm. kind of scenario. Um, that's interesting. So, outside of that, would you say that because of the lack of motivation, based on your experience dealing with certain situations? that have to deal with finances like this, then that would be a reason why uh, a country like Nigeria doesn't provide or doesn't produce more, in the case of track and field, athletes like Usain Bolt or those world-class consistent athletes or in the case of football, guys who are able to compete at the highest level in, in, in in you know that are actually developed in the country um would you say that's a big reason why that's happening it's definitely a big reason because looking through the other aspects of this mental toughness yeah um the um the thing is even athletes who who have every other variables which is um, being able to rebound. Mm-hmm. Athletes who have um, high level of concentration. Yeah. The athletes who are really confident, uh, who are really confident in in their skill, in their ability to consistently perform. Without the motivation, they they really can't showcase their their skills. Even when 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 they showcase showcase the, the skills, it won't be consistent. 
you just figure out, okay, they did well in this particular competition. The next one, they, they didn't. So motivation is really, really important. And, I, um, okay. No, go ahead, sir. Okay. Um, to buttress that, that point of motivation, there, there is, there is a, a guy now, um, the divine Odudu. He, he, he performs well now. He's outside Nigeria and performs way better than he used to when he was in Nigeria. Yeah, I know so, him. Where's he based now? Uh, I think Texas or so. I'm not so really sure. He, he has a he has an athletics team. He he performs for. So. So are you saying that a lot of these guys, a lot of times, it's just because of the conditions that they're faced with? Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, yeah. So it affects their performance. So even with the help of a sports psychologist like yourself, if those conditions aren't improved, their performance will still suffer, right? It will. A sports psychologist can only do a bit. Um, the that that's why in sports generally there is there is um there is a lot of things to be considered, not just people on the field. You, mm -hmm. you, you, you need to consider people who do the paperwork, the, the sport administrators. So their, their job too is important in these aspects. It is, it is. So for those people, the administrators, the sporting directors, the coaches, how do you work with those people? Because that's a different angle to get them to be motivated so they can help prepare the athlete better, help um, maybe, you know, file paperwork better, you know, how do you prepare those, those guys? Um, from, my, from my own experience, mm -hmm. the, I wouldn't say it, it's the only way, but it's, it's, the, it's the way that uh, it has worked so far. It's for you to show a previous performance. Mm -hmm. That's what they usually go through. That's what um, kind of make them ready to want to assist. Or don't let me say assist. It's also part of the job. So that's what makes them want to really want to do their job. Mm. It's, it's part of, um, I'll, I'll call it, in psychology, we call it goal setting. So in that goal setting, um, it's different from the day-to-day -day goal setting people use. In psychology goal setting, you have to go through a process goal, a outcome goal, and performance goal. So in this particular one, you, you really need to go to, through the, the um, performance goal. And the performance goal is where you compare the previous um, performance of athletes with their present um, performance, whether in training or the most recent um, competition they, they competed in. So showing them the videos, um, them even attending or uh, coming to, to watch them, that's the only way to go around motivating those sports administrators to, to come true for them to come true for the athletes when when um, the athletes really do need them. I see. And with sports administrators, I know financing is an issue as well. So it is. 
So that's definitely a challenge, and that's something that's outside of your scope that you can't really deal with too much. If a coach feels like, hey, you know, they haven't paid me a salary in three months, yet I have to work with this athlete and try to help prepare him, you know, it becomes a difficult situation for that coach to be motivated to want to coach, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so in your experience from what you're saying is that, you know, uh, a lot of athletes in Nigeria, if they had um, an environment locally, somewhere in Nigeria, where they could go and just focus on honing their skills and developing their craft and not worry about anything else, no worry about food, no worry about accommodation or any of the issues that they have to deal with, they would definitely become, you know, top quality type of athletes. They will, because um, why they will is I've seen for the for the past for the past decade, what I've seen is that I, I really I really wish someone can do a research on that. Because what I noticed and discovered is that athletes perform way better when they are in um, in the college than mm-hmm. when they are out of college. Simply because um, I, I, I'd use two, two schools, for, for example. Um, most of the schools in the East, Eastern part yeah. of Nigeria, when we talk about um, Uniport, Uniben, okay. they, they tend to give once, once you are represented in school and you are going out for a competition, they tend to give the student a, a particular mark for that. Like um, you can miss a test and not have any issues with your result. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a, a form of uh, motivation as well. And those guys really do perform. Every time they really do perform. Their record is all over... Google and all, they really do perform. The and my so, school, sorry, yeah, University of Illinois. Yes. Mm-hmm. What we do is they don't just pay you um, your competition allowance or whatever. You get paid for your training allowance as well. So it's not that you are just waiting for your, your competition allowance. You get your training if if the training for that particular competition was like um, four months before the competition, you get your training allowance for that. So compared to, compared to someone who is already out of school and all you have is yourself and maybe the team, um, the club you are representing this, or the state you are representing, there's high probability that you only get paid during competitions. And um, it's, the athletic season, it's, it's not like, it's never like a football league where you have to play every weekend or whatever. You you might compete in a month, and the next time you yes, of course you will train and hold. But the next time you go for another competition, may be in the next um, three weeks or so. So between that time and um, the three weeks, you're on your home. So motivation goes a long way, especially here in Nigeria. So in your experience, why do you think the athletes from University of Potakot and Oweri and those areas perform better, like you said? Yes. Well, 
like like I also said earlier, I really do wish someone can this this just from my own um physical perspective or from the records on ground. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I really do want I wish someone can do a research on that, a concrete research on that to actually know. If someone should ask me, oh, why do you think these guys do perform? I would just say exactly what I just said. But a research would be more concrete to answer mm-hmm. that particular question. Yes. I agree. I agree. And, and it's just bizarre because um, clearly, you know, I was, I was curious myself to try to understand maybe they have a better program structure there that gives them better facilities or, you know, who knows? Like you said, the research will make a lot of sense. So, so that's interesting. So for, for um, the university piece, you clearly said they perform better because they get stipend. What about the athletes that want to go professional? You know, in the tra- track and field landscape in Nigeria, you know, how does, how does that work? Are there clubs that they join and then these clubs go on, you know, or, or what happens to them? Let's say a track and field athlete finishes university and feels like I want to run professionally and represent Nigeria, maybe, you know, have specific trials. Is that athlete on his own or her own? Or do they have uh, clubs that they can join? Some some people really do make it on their own, but it's not it's not so easy to do that. Mm-hmm. You it's it's good to to be in, in a club, and um, yeah, um, most things people do is get into the team of the particular state you are from, or better still the state you are currently based in. Mm. You train with them, you are with that particular team. And um, to really go professional, you really need to uh, compete in competitions like um, Classic, All Commas, and uh, the Nigerian Golden League, which is the more, most popular. And the Nigerian Golden League is in stages which gets to final. And once you get to the finals, is as good as um, you are one of the highlights in Nigeria and you could move on to the, the so-called uh, MOBI where you have the World Championship and trials and the Olympic trials. So it's, it's, it's real for you to really single-handedly uh, become an elite athlete. It's, um, it's, so it's the Golden League, is it for anyone over the age of 18 or do you have to have finished yes, university yes. oh no 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 it's in fact there, there, there are there are some golden leagues where you see athletes from from um, high school we call it secondary school yeah yeah so you see athletes from high school participating that's 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 the joy in in athletics of course it doesn't matter the what your age is and uh, you really can't, you can't falsify um, an athlete's performance. It will always show. Once you win, you win. Yeah. You lose, you yeah. lose. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's open for everyone perform. to see. That's yeah. interesting. No, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a challenge. So you work with primarily athletes out of uh, Ilorin. And uh, 
and they are, and, and are they associated with the University of Illinois? Are they associated with the club, professional club there? Okay, um, they are they are they are the state team. Mm. They are the state team, <clears throat> and okay. and um, this is basically what really do happen. There are a lot of schools in Kwara State. We have um, private schools. We have the federal schools and the state uh, uh, school, which is um, Kwara State University, which is the state school. We have um, Landmark University, which is the um, private school. And we have University of Learning, which is the federal school. We also have mm -hmm. a lot of um, polytechnics and college of education. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can train with, this, with, the, with the state team. Do you, do you have to have a certain performance for them to accept you to train with them, or do you just have to be a track and field athlete for many of those schools? You, the, the it's it's important. Um, it's or let me say it's important. It's it's good for an athlete to 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 represent the school you are, mm -hmm. where you are schooling, and also to mm -hmm. represent the state. Now it's. The states, it's 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 very it's very hard to get into the state team. You might be in your in your school team. I might not get into the state team because you you are in university, a federal university doesn't mean you you are a better athlete than someone who is in a college of education or even someone still in secondary school. So it really doesn't really matter if um, this is where you school. What matters is, can you make this the, the state team? Because it is the state team that is um, really recognized. Interesting. And when, when I say really recognized, um, okay, you know, like you said, you're Nigerian, and you know about the festival, the yeah, national sports festival, national national sports festival. Yeah. So you can't just go there and say you want to represent your screen national sports festival. It's not possible. You represent the state your state. Has to select you. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, so, but if you, so for instance, uh, it, I don't recall, when I was in, you know, they didn't have a secondary school uh, statewide competition. Not that I was aware of, or do they? The what? Secondary school statewide competition. And the reason why I ask is because if you have okay. a, if a, if you have a, a track and field athlete out of secondary school, that's exceptional. Um, how do you identify that athlete? Please come again. Last if you have a track and field athlete out of secondary school, that's exceptional. How would you identify the athlete? Oh, okay, okay, okay. It, it's the, it's, there are a lot of competition that, um, should I say, just like football. Mm -hmm. You know, football everywhere in Nigeria, there's grass, grassroots um, football. Mm -hmm. Same as um, the state. Before, normally, um, when I was about to leave the university, okay, when I got to the university or before I even got to the university, the only thing we have for you to recognize people, um, it's when you, when you, when you um, compete in Nuga. Nigeria I remember Nuga, yeah. For, Nigeria rest, for your school, yeah. for your yeah. school. So I think when I was in 400 level or so, or 300 level, I can't really remember. Um, there was a competition that came in. It was uh, it was named after the governor then Abdul Fatai Ahmed uh, Athletics 
uh, North Central Athletics competition. Yes, North Central. So it mm -hmm. wasn't even from Kwa State alone. People from Abuja, people from Kogi, people in the North Central came for that competition. And in that, you recognize um, it doesn't matter where you school. People in secondary school even came. People in, uh, in high school, like the college over there and secondary school here, to identify them. There are also competitions like that too. Okay, yeah, but, all school games. But those competitions yeah. aren't consistent, right? So you have uh, it is that, now. Like that it tournament is now. you mentioned. It doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, no. All school games happen now annually. Okay. Okay. The only difference is the only difference is you know all this funding or whatever. So it's it's possible that a particular state might not follow the annual um, thing. I see. Some some states might be in two years, every two years, and some states yeah. do uh, every year. So it's called um, all school games. So that all school games, it will be secondary schools versus secondary schools, colleges versus colleges. Okay. That's where you. You, you see um, young athletes to pick from. I see. Have you ever, have you ever worked with athletes, uh, young athletes or youth athletes under the age of 18 in developing their ability or have you strictly just worked with um, older athletes? No, before? not really. I have not. I have not. No. I have not. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, the only thing I have done with them is not I wouldn't say really work with them, but some of them do show up for training. They are still in secondary school, but they still show up to train. But it doesn't mean that um, most times they don't go to, for competitions. But yeah. in the state trials, they still participate. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, I've not really worked with young athletes. And um, and if you were presented with that situation, um. Would, would, would you approach it from a different angle? I'm certain you will because, of course, you're dealing with a, a teenager in this case. Um, let's, say it, let's say it wasn't even track and field. What if it was football? And you had a, a young footballer, 16 years of age, that maybe is trying out for the Nigerian uh, U17 team. You know, how, how would you approach that situation? Would it be the same? Um, or would you look at it from a different angle? How, how does that work? In your field it's it would definitely not be the same for um when i when you have to compare the two for an athlete who is already in the university most times all you really need to do is um, try to motivate them and give them um no being it okay let me, let me say it this way being being a sports psychologist doesn't really mean you are the coach for those athletes yeah. Correct. Um, you're just, let's say you're working, you're just working with the coach. So for someone younger, you can't really approach them. In fact, you can't approach them the way you approach um, athletes who are already established or athletes who are way older than them. Let's yeah. take, for example, athletes who is um, in the secondary school. If I have an opportunity to to work with them, I will definitely have to keep reminding them that 
this particular athletics for them at that age is secondary. The education is primary. Mm. The reason I'm going to do that is because of um, the situation we find ourselves in Nigeria. Um, you see athletes outside um, Nigeria. Okay, let's look at Taisege, for example. I think um, he was 14 years old or so when he dropped a, um, I think, 12 point something, a subtracting time. I'm trying to say is that it, it, it's, you might not be able to get that here for that particular age. An athlete may be really, really, really talented. But the situation where you find yourself in will not make you uh, showcase that talent. Why not? What kind of situation? The situation of uh, what we have been talking about, this motivation and- Motivation, the finances. So imagine working, yes. Imagine working working with with an athlete, right um, from um, maybe someone who is is, uh, in, uh, let's say SS1, working with that athlete, and mm-hmm. you are trying to motivate that athlete with um, money, with uh, promises that you know that when he gets to university, he might not be able to get all those things that he, he, he has been trained with. You understand? So yeah. the most important thing is letting that athlete know that, okay, you love this sport, fine. We are going to help you out to get to the big stage. But this is secondary. Your education is um, primary. And why I say that is um, like I've, I've been in that situation too. But that situation, I was even way older then. I was um, in university then. And I was, um, um, I think, 200 level. That should be 2013. At that particular time, I... When I wanted to go for, like I was saying, when I wanted to go for uh, the, the Golden League, when I was talking about motivation then, apart yeah. from the part, fact of uh, motivation, I, Unilorin does something that is very funny. You know, going for Golden League is not that you are representing your, you are not representing your school. You are representing your state or maybe right. a, a, a team you are registered with. Now, Missing a test or missing anything, uh, an exam or whatever, doesn't concern you at a particular time. If you miss it, 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 uh, it affects your GP, your results. So, but I grew up with the mindset of, look, this is Nigeria. My education is the most important thing. So there are a lot of opportunities then that you have to um, wave away just because you... You, would, you don't want to jeopardize your education. So as, as, as a young athlete, if I'm opportunity, if I'm opportunity to work with, an, with a young athlete, I'll have to imbibe that in them. That you don't try to think that, okay, I want to go to the competition. You have to go to every competition. No, your education comes first. The athlete is um, secondary. And for athletes who are, um, who are what is it called? who are already in the investor or wherever, they, they can handle themselves. Absolutely. No, thank you so much, Moses. Yeah, on that note, we'll, we'll wrap up the session. I think, you know, 
you know, thanks. You've shared a lot of information that most people, you know, if you don't live in Nigeria or you're not familiar with the situation, you have no idea um, what's going on in there. So thanks again. 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 Thanks again.